Welcome, Initiates, to the 944 Show with your host, Life Path One. Today on the show, we'll be interviewing Nick H. He is a level three initiate, and he's got a lot to say about a lot of different issues. So I'm pretty sure you guys will enjoy. Buckle up and get ready for the ride, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, it's the 944 Show. This is your host, Life Path One. Everybody, let's welcome on the line today with us is Nick H. Nick, I don't want to give away your last name, but if you want to, feel free. Or if you want to just keep it your initial, go ahead. It is Hasty. Okay. H-A-S-T-I-E. Nick, you're a, uh, you're a level three initiate. Would you like to explain to the audience exactly what that is? Basically, um, they have what's called prerequisites. And when you do, I did two two prerequisites, and I'm going into the third prerequisite. So that they call it level three initiate. Nice. And nice. when the third one comes through, then it goes higher. Cool. Thank you for the information. Um, how did your journey start with I am? Um, I was really depressed, and I was feeling I didn't want to live anymore. And I came across one of these shows on iMark. And believe it or not, I listened to it, and it made me change my mind about things. And it gave me a whole new purpose. And, uh, uh, like, um, what's the word? She basically, her words, what she spoke, I don't remember what show it was, but it snapped me out of what I was in. And I thought from that point on, i got to look into this. And I've been looking into it and doing it ever since and it's it's helped me and it's helped me grow it's taught me a lot and a lot of people think bad things about the Illuminati because all the rumors but it's really not like that their main purpose is to like preserve human species and we you know by, by that order we can't hurt people or do anything like that and we just want to you know, just keep the species going and just, you know, grow and do the best we can. And, you know, like V, she does eye mark and she does a few other things. And we're expected to find our, like, universal design. And whatever that is, follow it and go with it and excel in it. And if you're not growing, then, you know, you have to keep doing, like, your daily readings of what's called the Illuminati and First Testament. That's basically, it tells you everything about the organization and the websites, the official websites, uh, IlluminatiOfficial.org or Illuminati.am. It has all the information on it. Okay. And it's, it's not what people think. And it's helped me in so many ways and changed me in so many ways. And I'm, not, I'm a lifer. I'm not giving it up no matter what. Nice. I'm gonna keep following. Yeah. Now you said you were uh, you were in a pretty depressing place. What was life? What was going on? If you want to reiterate, if you want to talk about it, please feel free. What was going on before uh, you ran into I am? Um, basically, I have what's called bipolar, and it's a personal thing, but it's manageable. And what happens is you get super depressed, and you know if you're not on the right medicines and you're not doing the right thing and you're not keeping your mind occupied and you're not filling yourself 
with like rifle myself with the, the Illuminati and stuff like that, that gives me purpose. And before I was just going with no purpose. I felt like I was just like spinning and just didn't know where to go or what to do. And I've been through a divorce. I have a 13 year old autistic son. Um, I've been through what I've been in ICU twice this year. Once on a respirator for pneumonia. I've been getting my ass kicked this year. And finally, it's slowing down. I've had numerous moves and everything, and now everything's settled. Oh, wow. But, you know, you go through the fire, you got to go through the fire. You got to. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely you right. Find you. Do you understand your part in universal design yet? I know that I'm meant to be putting the information out, and I know that. I am meant to try to encourage and guide where I can, um, initiate. Um, I've had V, which is Ivy Tarrick or starringv.com website. She has been a lifesaver. She's super smart. She's cool. She knows what's going on and she's, she's taught me a lot. And it seems like just when you think you figured out a lot, there's still more to learn, and I like that. Yeah. And I've you know, been finding a lot of people. A lot of people they make, they make the mistake when they do it. They go in, they don't look at the information, and you know, like with Pyramidian, they're they're like mentors, they're guiders. They know a lot. People can ask some questions, and a lot of people just don't do the work. And you don't do the work, you're not going to get nowhere. Right. And you know. It's good to have these people on the, by your side to guide you through the storms. Nice. Um, have you had any unusual events or coincidences since joining? Um, the health issues, but that has nothing to do with that. That was me. I basically think that I was holding so much stress in. I actually had a GI bleed that almost killed me, and they didn't know where it was from. I think mm-hmm. it was an ulcer. And that was going through the divorce and everything. And when I had pneumonia, it was bad. And then a month later, I was on a respirator for like a day or two. And I never wanted to feel so like defeated, like I didn't have a chance again. That was it. I'm going out like this. And it just, that's another eye opener. Wow. It just, it never ends. You got to pay attention to things in life. You know, life's short. Man, I'm sorry you had to go through all that, brother. Holy shit. Oh, I've been through Oh, man. Survivor, brother. <laughs> Sounds like it, man. Holy shit. Uh, how are your interactions with other members? Um, I think, well, I try to, you know, you know, like ask different things, pay attention to what they say, remember what people say. I check in with different ones sometimes here and there, and... You know, it's just good to keep a connection and make sure everything's all right. Like, if you don't see him online or something, you know, maybe something's going on, send a message, we're thinking about you, blah, blah, blah. Just to check in with certain ones, and we all do that with different ones. And just so we're a family. We nice. are a family. Nice. Well put, sir. Well put. What's, what's your... F- you know, a lot of people, if you tell people, yeah, you're an initiated Illuminati, they think you're crazy. Right. Honest to God. I wasn't talking to all these people and I wasn't interacting with all these people. People think I'm nuts. Right. I, but it's yeah. just, 
he's looking at it from the outside. He's like, yeah, okay, and you're going to do this next. And, you know, yeah, sounds crazy. But I think we're digital pioneers right now. We're digital pioneers. He is leading the way. She is the 1.1 leader, which means she's the highest ranking initiate appointed uh, by the organization. And what she says goes. Right. So. Right. <laughs> um, I don't know how she does it, but she is. Amazing. She is. She is. She's pretty awesome. I got a chance. I yeah, helped her move a couple weeks ago. So yeah, pretty- that's, she, she got blessed where she went. She's happy. Yeah. Yeah, she is. What's your, uh, what, what's your favorite part of the First Testament? Um, I don't know. There's different parts for different moods, but, you know, like, this, let's see, I don't know, um, Favorite part? I don't know. I like the, I like different parts of it. Like they have different statements. Um, I don't know. There's all kinds of information. Have you looked at the Illuminatium? Yes, I have. I own it. Okay, it's pretty cool. With like some of the information they talk about, like the aisle. A lot of people don't know about that. Yeah, um, I like that. Part. But yeah, this this stuff's legit. I mean, just smart, super smart. Just like it says, approach the book with a mind that is open for revelation. Right. Are you not going And I think that's what chapter one or two. I don't know. Pick up the book and you'll see. I'm look. Yeah. It's chapter one. Chapter one. One of the Hmm. I'll be looking here forever, like like a needle in a haystack, trying to find the right words. But I'll leave it up to the audience to give it a read. Especially those who haven't picked it up or read it yet. You can find it on Amazon. You can find it on Kindle. It's called Illuminatium First Testament. Uh, Illuminatium First Testament. Now, why should all citizens read the First Testament? Um, I would recommend it so people will know what's actually going on. Like a lot of people, I call them sheeple. They're not. They're not woken up. They don't. They're not aware of some of the stuff that's going on and they're just like blind and there's like a statement that says lions don't lose sleep over sheep basically and there's a lot of information in there and you know some people are into different things like Freemasons or some people are Christian or whatever it doesn't matter they have all these different things but this works for me and it works for a lot of people and it doesn't cease to amaze me. They have sections that are um, like QR scanners, and they can update them at any time. So you just scan the thing, and something could be that that's new. Oh wow, I didn't know. So, that. Oh shit. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I have to check it out. You're all kinds. Yeah, you gotta pay attention, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of stuff I don't know either, and I will get there someday. Um, what can you say to those who've just started this journey? Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. Wait, back up. Let me back up. Talk about your experiences with the prerequisites. All right. Um, the prerequisites, just, uh, how do you put it? If you really want to move further, I recommend doing the prerequisites. And it's in Illuminati.mp. And I, I can't really, I'm not going to say exactly what they, the questions are, but it just asks you different questions. And go from there but if you want to grow you got to do the prerequisites okay um 
what has been like, what has been like your personal, how do I put this? Was there any of the questions, that, were, were any of the questions for the prerequisites, did they hit you personally? Um, the last one I did, I constantly said, did I answer it right? Did I answer it right? It's kind of like a trick question, and I don't want to say specific. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's been bothering me for a long time, like I, maybe I didn't write, I didn't put it together the right way. It's just, that's the one that, that's the one that makes things the most, the, the second or third one. I think it's the second one. Oh, nice. So, like, did it did it make you did it make you think in your head that maybe this was one particular question meant for me? It's more like if you don't read any of the information or any of the like the Illuminati or any of the sites, you're not going to get it. And I think I kind of sped through it in the beginning because I'll it too much. And that last question drives me up the wall. Like I could have answered it. It's just like a a question, like a like a riddle, kind of. Okay. All right, and you got to put it together. Okay. Um, where were we at? Uh, okay. What can you say to those who have just started this journey? Don't give up. Keep reading the stuff. Read the information. Ask questions. To people that know what they're talking about, like at one point it was Council Twenty Two and this Pyramidian, and you know they are ahead of the game. They know what they're talking about, and reach out if you're having a hard time. Reach out. Okay. That's what I say. Reach out right. and do the work for you, and just don't waste your time. All right, let's get to know you a little bit better. Um, without saying the company's name, what do you do for a living? Right now, I'm on unemployment. Okay. I've done, for stuff in the past, I've done, let me see, I've worked with contracts in a TV show called uh, Employables. Oh, wow. um, I set that up with a, more, a girl named Brenda Blight. She's, like, autistic and has Asperger's, but she's, like, super smart, insanely smart. Wow. Helped her with that. Done some stuff with YouTubers. I've just been... Like early on, I did like labor stuff, but I've been pushing myself to get more into entertainment, music. Um, that's where I want to go. Right. And I've worked on iMark and learned a lot from the V and iMark. And that's just what I want to do. I'm, I'm going to pursue it. And I signed up for some free classes through Berkeley School of Music in uh, Boston. So, nice. hopefully, that'll help. Yeah. It sounds like you got a good, 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 uh, good choice of careers going, man. Shit. Um, well, I was in the military eight years. What branch? Did, uh, Army. Okay. Did eight years, and I didn't want to do. I did six years in the Marine Corps, man. Right on. I'm glad I'm talking to a fellow vet. I wish I did the Marine Corps. Oh, dude, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't, dude. <laughs> you didn't You're miss out on anything. So um, There's so much more advanced than the training, and the training's more intense. I loved it. Right on, man. Um, what kind of person were you in high school? Troublemaker. <laughs> okay. You want to explain that? Okay. I grew up in housing. 
and basically I grew up in a good neighborhood and then my parents got into like a split and we had to move to housing. And my first day there, I had a, somebody trying to steal my bike with a baseball bat trying to hit me. You grew up pretty quick. Oh, wow. And I went there for a few years, but my grandmother, who like means the world to me, I used to, she was only two doors away from us and I was able to have a good relationship with her. That was the only thing that kept me going. But I got a lot of trouble. I got into gangs. I got into all kinds of messes and just readjusted by the military and just went going from there. Nice, nice. Do you feel your experience? I, in the Go ahead. I went to an alternative high school and I went to an alternative junior high because they couldn't. I couldn't stay in regular schools. I caused too much trouble. Oh God! <laughs> I think it sounds like a lot. That's something nobody knows. I don't know. I like to be real. It's all good, man. Um, yeah. What do you feel are your character defects? Um, I feel like, you know, I like when I'm reading stuff or when I'm trying to pay attention to stuff, like I speed through it and I don't pay attention to the details. Like I miss things and it drives me crazy. I gotta like read things like three, four, five, ten times over. And I wish I didn't have that. That's right here at the wall. Okay. What about... Just like, because... Go ahead, I'm sorry. It's me, I have ADD as well. Okay. Uh, what do you feel about your personality or your... What, what do you feel uh, are your assets when it comes to your own personality? Uh, I actually care about what's people, their lives, what's going on. Um, I try to be... I try to treat people the way I want to be treated and look at people as value instead of disposable. Some people look at people like disposable, but no, you look at people value. And, you know, just try to help people in any way you can. Wow, that's awesome, man. Jeez. What's your life's motto? My life motto? Mm -hmm. uh, always forward, never backwards. Uh, that was of, from uh, Fort Jackson um, Boot Camp. <laughs> Fort Jackson Boot Camp, is that what you said? Yeah, I went to Fort Jackson, South Carolina. The motto was always forward, never backwards. Nice. That's pretty cool. That's motivating right there. Shit. Right on. Yeah. Uh, what kind of music are you... Well, okay, I know what kind of music... You, we talked earlier. You said you're into hip-hop, right? I listen to a lot of rap that is like... Some of it's ganked around, some of it's rap, and it's got swears and everything in it, and it just, I like it, I don't know, I don't broadcast it. Right, and you're a corn but fan, I like that. you're a corn fan too. Right? Corn, yeah, yep. Nice, nice. Uh, do, you listen listen any, to, do you listen to any type of, like, obscure kind of music? What is it? Like, any type of obscure, like, Weird Al. Do you, do you listen to Weird Al? Uh, I've heard Adam Sandler. Okay, alright, I've cool. heard Weird Al. And he did a Michael Jackson song, didn't he? Yes, yes. You gotta check yeah. out Weird Al when you get a chance, man. Again, it's it's if you like to laugh, it, it's good for the soul, bro. I'm telling you. Um, yeah, I wish I could laugh more. Like, dude, then listen to Weird Al. I promise you, you get a kick out of it, bro. Um, I'll check it out. What do you watch on Netflix? Let's see. I watch. Um, let me pull it up. I get different shows on there. I don't. 
I don't like Tiger King because I thought that was just trashy. <laughs> uh, a lot of people like it. Just, All right. The guy didn't crap out of me. Oh, I don't man. know how people tolerate him. Yeah. Um, I watch a lot of documentaries, vampire stuff. I watch, um, what's on here? I just, I don't know, I try to just, a little bit of everything. I watch PBS, some stuff from PBS. I don't know, I got like a wide spread of things I watch. That's right, you told me earlier you were a documentary guy. That's cool. Yeah, I know a lot, of people, a lot of people are into documentaries, man. They're informative and they're kind of fun and entertaining at the same time. It makes for a good show. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. What dessert would you pick between uh, gelato, frozen yogurt, or ice cream? I like the, what is it, the banana or watermelon gelato? Oh, nice. Okay. So, yeah. Is that your favorite at all? I used to get that. Well, I used to get it at a little shop that, um, like a little Italian shop when I lived in um, uh, Seiko Bedford. Okay. All right. Cool, man. Do you pray or meditate? Um, I've been trying to focus on, like, how do I explain this? Basically, um, some people would say, like, it's Holy Spirit, or some people would say it's, like, I think it's called Judy, uh, what is it? I'm so bad with words. Basically, it, I'm trying to pay more attention to, like, that little voice inside that says, do pick a right instead of a left. It's your air compass, basically. And just pay more attention to that. And I used to, like years ago, I was a Christian. Mm-hmm. But I just, I just, I don't know, I fell out of it and I was like, I'm just not into it. And um, I don't know, it's like sometimes it's good to just speak out loud and say, you know, I want to do this. I wish I could do that. Um, why don't you try to do something nice for somebody once a day? You know, try to do something to change the world and somehow make somebody else's life better. And you, little things in life will make a huge difference. Oh, yeah. You know, like when you walk by somebody and you you get the gut feeling to say hi, are you okay? You know, stuff like that. Brother, you just doing this interview enhanced my life quite a bit. I learned... I learned... I've never... I learned a lot in a few short minutes from you, man. I appreciate it. Well, I'm going to tell you this. I've never done any interviews. Half the, I guarantee you most of the initiates never even heard my voice, Boston accent. I try to stay low-key, behind the scenes. Right. But I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to speak. Oh, no. It's my pleasure, man. It's my pleasure. Um, I like to leave everybody off with a couple of, like, really important questions to me. Uh, if you could imagine... A perfect world. What would that look like? It would be a world where people don't like need. It would be a world where people are all equal in a sense, where nobody, where one group isn't looked down over the other, and just like I don't know, that perfect world just would be you know everybody getting along. Nobody killing each other. Finding common ground instead of fighting and this and that and this and that. People should just be more connected to people and be more in the moment and just pay attention in life. You know, it's not all about us. Nice. Wow. You hit that right on the head, dude. That was that was awesome. Um, 
Tell me about your happiest memory. I think Christmas, back years ago when I was a kid, before we moved to the bad neighborhood, we used to get, I have five, four brothers younger, I'm the oldest of five, and it was good to have my parents and the Christmas gifts, and it just seemed like there was peace and happiness, and you just get older and you lose track of that. I wish I could keep that. Keep that tucked in a little part of our back of our mind, man. That was all. I, I miss Christmas with my grandparents too, man. It was always, yeah. It was always a good time. You always felt loved the most, I think, around that time with them. That's I'm really feeling nice. excited. Yeah, that was a big one. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. All right, man. I'm gonna stop the recording. Thank you for, uh, thank you for agreeing to do this. I greatly appreciate it. That was a wonderful interview, and uh, I can't wait Thanks. to have you. We're definitely going to have to have you back on the 944 show again, man. Yeah, you're going to have to trip me up with some questions. <laughs> All right. Hold Next on. Right on, man. All right, hold on the line. Hold on the line, and I'll say goodbye to you. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. <laughs> Don't give up. <laughs> nice. All right, Yo. everyone, that's it for the 944 show. Thank you for tuning in, and we look forward to hearing from you guys again. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the 944 Show. This is your host, Life Path One. And I got an interesting topic I wanted to add to the show. Um, it, it hits pretty close to home. Um, believe it or not, I uh, was a recovering addict for a long period of time, which meant that I was an addict for a long period of time as well. Um, so I want to get into that. Um, First off, let's be the watchdog that sits diligently waiting to protect those we care about by using this as a platform for communication, okay? Um, addiction and the addict. Words that have been a negative, they have a negative connotation attached to them, and for good reason. Um, practicing addicts lie, steal, and do unspeakable things to get that one more. Uh, because it's never enough, and most of the time they don't feel as if they are enough. I don't feel as if, I still kind of sometimes don't feel as if I am enough. Um, and then people generally count addicts out as, their, as a lost cause. I think your average human being is not mentally equipped to deal with such a person. As people behave, uh, they fear that they do not understand. They fear that they don't understand. So let me read this for a few more minutes, and I can be able to be an instrument of the understanding. Addiction doesn't doesn't discriminate, at least not in my dealings with other addicts. I've been, I, you know, I've used hard drugs with people who have put on a suit and a tie and then run into a business meeting for shareholders. I've shared dope with white, black, Asian, Hispanic homeless people. I've had purchased pills from a sixty-year-old woman who uses the profits to buy crack. I turned uh, down a 20-year-old woman who attempted to make me her first trick so she could stop before she, you know, she'd stop being dope sick. Um, mothers, fathers, uncles, brothers, sisters, and cousins of people that I've known for years. You can sit in judgment almost long enough to create a sense of denial of what the problem actually is. It's environmental, if anything else. In the 1970s, a study by Dr. Bruce Alexander, a psychiatrist, concluded that... Put, I've talked about this before on my other show. Uh, when you put rats in a cage by themselves and left alone to their own devices, um, 
they're put in this cage with two water bottles. One that's contaminated with either heroin or cocaine, and the other is just regular water. Um, ultimately, that rat that was by itself died because it kept choosing the contaminated water. Now, the second group of rats were given an option to drink. Uh, only they were in a rat park. The park quickly turned into a community. These rats had no restrictions or barriers. They were free to roam around and to eat, sleep, play, have sex, etc. They chose the plain water every time. The bottle of narcotics remained untouched, and the social community overcame the power of the disease of addiction. Now, that's hope. That's hope right there. Don't forget after the virus days are behind us that people are still going to buy heroin and, you know, useless, unless facing, unless they're going to still do drugs, okay? Um, unless facing the problem as a community happens. Nothing drastic, just basic kindness, tolerance, love, and understanding, especially through education. Addicts can recover. I've personally met people in their 50s and, and 30s and 40s who were clean. Uh, they used the 12-step program, and that's what made that possible. Now, a 12-step program might not always work. It may be the individual that seeks other means instead of returning to bleak existence. If the community sees this person struggling, then it should be that community's attitude towards the afflicted that could cause a positive outcome. The, the individual wouldn't feel stoned or shunned or alone. Uh, with some form, you know, with some firm boundaries put in place, that person can restore their place into that community and be a whole, you know, person again, demonstrating a secure homeostasis. So. That's what I got for that segment, and that's how I feel. Like, I totally feel that a 12-step program put in place for civilians, so to say, would probably get everybody over their tech addiction, um, would probably get people through these traumatizing events that we see every day on TV. Now, I don't know about you, but watching riots and looting has become a normal way of life. And that's not okay. That's not part of normal society. Now, somebody told us, somebody told me once that if you want sheep to go into the right direction, sometimes you have to push them from behind. Um, that I can understand. But after that push, some kind of plan needs to be put in place. So what I'm asking everybody out there, as far as initiates are concerned, take a look around at your community. There are things you can do to help another human being. After all, our primary purpose is the preservation of the human species, along with the advancement of it. So, one way to get people advanced are to, first off, have an understanding of, of what is going on with them. So, if, you're, if you see somebody you know struggling through the disease of addiction, um, confront them about it. Now, at first, they may be in denial and say, oh, I'm not an addict, da, 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 da. but, you know, signs are all around, you know. Um, but you really you do actually have to be quite certain that this person is an addict. Uh, the next step is, hey, uh, do you want help? Do you want help? Because I'm here to help you. And uh, before you do that, have a plan in action. Look up some things. Do some, you know, educate yourself. Maybe uh, you might know a rehab, or you might know somebody who's been through one. Uh, have the tools ready to equip yourself to make this possible. 
to make the change in society that is so needed. Right now, addicts who were in recovery are dropping dead left and right. So I'm pleading with you guys out there listening. Don't let this happen anymore. This is the, the need for the preservation of the human species right here. Okay. Together we can make a difference. Don't sit back and say, oh, I'm just one person. I can't. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You can make a difference in somebody else's life. And the oath that we swore, that we took up, puts that, puts everything in perspective. Because now here's your opportunity. This is your opportunity to do something great. To help out your fellow human being. I'm not talking about giving the person money. But go beyond the regular expectations. I'll be so bold as to say, maybe you house this person. Lock up all your shit that can be stolen. But house this person. Get them off the street. Take them in. Give them food. Give them shelter. Give them understanding of what community is. Maybe you introduce them to the uh, process of the initiation of the Illuminati. Because not everybody come. I sure as hell didn't come in here uh, a passive person. Um, I came in a struggling addict. You know, and sometimes I still struggle with the idea. Um, luckily for me, I have a bunch of good people in my corner that tell me they love me and give me a sense of purpose and gratitude. And I'll be the first one to admit, sometimes I take that for granted and I make the wrong decisions. But I'm like, I can feel it. I'm like a step away from making the right decisions every time. I know for myself, I just have to sit back and go, wow, these people really care about me enough to invest their time and energy. Maybe I should turn my life around slowly but surely. Like I said, I'm not an angel. But I fully understand that people love and care about me. And that's the step in the right direction that we all need. Anyway, that's my time for this segment. Uh, I'll be up next uh, talking about um, a group of people that are trying to steer us in a different direction, and it's not good. There are a bunch of scammers. Um, once again, having an understanding of doing why they do, or, you know, even even the villain in a comic book movie feel or comic book feels justified in their actions. So we have to give everybody else out there an understanding of what these people's goals are, what their means and ways of doing things are, and to steer you away from that direction. Because what they're doing doesn't go with the flow of the universal design. So that'll be up next. Thanks for listening to this segment. I appreciate it. Uh, Have a great day.